0: Hello and welcome to the Playlist Club, the music podcast with your weekly playlist of fan favorites and new artists. This is my Kane along with Nancy, Sandy, and Brianna. For today's episode, we'll be recapping this year's music from Asia, and there's quite a lot to talk about. We'll also be making predictions for next year, and we'll have to see if they come to life. Without further ado, let's start that Playlist. <laughs> Wow, can you ladies believe we're already at the end of 2022? It's so crazy how time flew by and how many songs were released this year. And I know we're doing a recap for Asia, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be mainly talking about (laughs) (laughs) K-pop. But after this, we will be going on to um, making predictions for next year to come. I'm excited to hear what you girls will think will happen. So to get us moving along here with our recap, it's that time of the year again. As we all know, Spotify does this music recap summary for you. And it's it kind of talks, um, well, not talks. It tells you kind of like what you listen to most um, the most this year. And even though I'm not much of a Spotify user, YouTube also <laughs> has that now. So it's perfect because last year, Um, I did farmer's market, so I was mainly on, like, our account with Spotify, so it was skewed on what I was listening (laughs) to, but this year, I wasn't doing as much farmer's market, and so I was mainly on my YouTube, and so that's perfect, but I do want to know what your summary, summary recap said about you, so let's get started. Do you girls, who wants to go first, or else I could go first, too?
1: Um, I guess I can go first. Mine are really short. So at the beginning of this year I used Spotify. So I had my recap from that, and there was literally um two artists. <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> and I will tell you the two artists. So
0: early Sandy, th- it doesn't even have to be just Asia for this part, just
1: Oh, it was literally two yeah. artists.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I listened to music from these two artists. But um, mainly it was on Spotify rap. It was mainly Patrick Kanada. I mentioned him before. He's a Thai soloist. And it was basically the song he's, he released in 2020, 2001. And then one song from this year, which is called Oh. And then the other song was Dimples by Song. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah.
1: And then my YouTube recap, I was all over the place. But my top, pres- my top artist was Fujikaze and then it was new jeans so oh, I wow. didn't really have much of a variety this year um <laughs> yeah because I I even saw like my number because they tell you the percentage you were for like a certain artist and mm-hmm. Patrick and Anada was my number one artist and I was like his top like point top five percent or like 0.05 percent yeah I was like 0.05 percent <laughs> I was like I think over 2,000 times I listened to Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, Patrick and Adab, first half, second half was Fujikaze. That was my recap. <laughs> Not surprised.
0: What about, did you say you were going to have like YouTube too
1: or no? Oh, my YouTube one was Fujikaze. That's, oh. yeah. So my second half was YouTube music, and Fujikaze was number one in my second half. My first half was Spotify and that was Patrick Anada. And those were really the only artists I pretty much listened to on both platforms. Um
0: like everything was Fujikaze and Patrick Anada. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs>
1: I had like a little bit of new jeans being like second place, but like still Fujikaze was like number one on my YouTube music. And then on Spotify was Patrick Anada and then Wu Song.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> What about you, Bre? Um. Well, my spot—I use mainly Spotify. Uh, not sponsored. Spotify <laughs> sponsor us. Um, but um, I'm mean, I'm surprisingly not too surprised by my Spotify raps. <laughs> it's kind of funny actually, because my top artists throughout the year—I don't know um where the breakdown is. But my top artist from this year was ATs, of course. Tomorrow by Together, or TXT. Uh, Prince. <laughs> <Wow>. Prince. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Shocker. Uh, and then Peachtree Rascals. Mm-hmm. And then BTS. So, um, not too surprised by that. I'm surprised that, I think if they were to do Spotify raps now, La Seraphim would definitely uh, be up there. And I'm surprised that i have isn't on it either considering how much i do listen to their music um especially their title tracks but um i would definitely say that like those the artists that i mentioned earlier is definitely defining of what type of music i listened to this year it doesn't mean that i liked all the music mm-hmm. uh but then like it's music that i gave a try and listened to i think this year i listen to a lot of different genres per se mm-hmm. um just because at work uh we have like a playlist of everyone's music and then so i've been listening to a lot of artists that i don't listen to like the pink panther S, um sizza let me summer walker was one mm-hmm. of them and then so like it it plays in the background and i'm like oh like it, it's definitely been an interesting year um there's songs i like there's songs i don't like but um it's nice to be working in a workplace where everyone appreciates music. Um so yeah. But yeah, definitely I can see ATs, Prince, and Patriot rascals, because those are definitely music I listen to mm. a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised yes. by the prince one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean when I have to, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was forced to. Just kidding. So no, he has good music. You you think he's I don't wanna I'm not at work, so (laughs) so I don't wanna get too much into it, but he, he definitely has music that um that is both boundary pushing and music that defines different parts of like where he was in his own career. Um you might find an album that you like more than another or like cuz he's he's always experiment experimenting yeah, mm-hmm. with new sounds and new music so um a lot of the people at work and then my coworkers they say that there's an album for everyone you just had to give it a try um again you had to go in with like an open mind because um he is very like like forward thinking so some sounds here you might be like oh that's not for me but you just have to go in with an open mind music in general go in with an open mind you might find music that you didn't think you'd like so mm-hmm. right so for me my top five artists is, oh yeah i only use spotify because when you buy spotify premium you might as well use it right <laughs> um so my top artist is from I guess number one through five. Number one was ATEEZ. Uh, i not surprised. They had pretty good music. But, okay, I'll, I'll explain more. And then number two, I had... I was surprised. Uh, number two was g IDOL. And then number two, Chip. three... You're hold surprised. on, hold on. <laughs> this is why you'd be surprised. <laughs> number three was Stray Kids. <laughs> number four was Monster X. And number five was BTS. And the reason mm-hmm. why I'd say that I was surprised is because I actually listen to Stray Kids songs more than G IDOL, so I was like, wait, what? And like G IDOL mm-hmm. music, okay. So with Spotify, one thing that I don't like is that if you listen to the same song over and over and over, I guess it counts towards it. Cause like mm-hmm. I have a drive playlist, where so that's that's where my like songs are at. So that's why I listen to all the time, and. I have one song by g and and there. Two songs by like Stray Kids. And so I just listen to the same song. And it's not even songs from this year. It's like old songs. So I'm like, <laughs> Ugh. But overall, those are my top five. I'm surprised that BTS is there. Because like, honestly, <laughs> same. I barely listen. And the only song <laughs> that I listen to them still is like, boy, Boy With Love. Uh-huh. I mean like, that's like, fine. Yeah. We're just for this recap, we're not strictly just talking about like songs from this year, yeah. but like what you actually listen yeah. to this year, you know? But I was surprised because I'm like, so. I barely listened to them this year. Yeah. Like even even I thought that Tilly Birds will make it on.
1: I- no, I'm shocked they didn't make it on your list or my list. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> shocked.
0: For me, I was more on YouTube, like I said. And In the previous um, episode, too, I was saying how majority of the time I was still listening to the songs from the first half of our K-pop season. But even so, even though um, I was listening to like the first half, my first half, I was still listening to a lot of Monk songs, (laughs) 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 too. So on my top list, I had Sorry as number one. And then I have David Yang, Let Down, oh, interesting, um, Daughtry, and Dita Tao, which is pretty surprising. I didn't think I listened to David Yang that much, but I guess I did. Um, I know for sure I listened to Let Down a lot. That was a new. I would I would say he's more of a soloist, but he kind of has a band too, so I'm not sure if it's a band or a soloist. But I've been listening to him a lot just because I discovered him this year. And kind of reminds me of Daughtry. I still listen to Daughtry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for all the mumbling. And then Dita, I was surprised Yasme wasn't on here. Because I was telling you girls that I was listening to her a lot. But surprisingly, on my top tracks, Yasme was on there. <laughs> and Sudden Rush was on there. Which, to my surprise, I'm like, does that fit? You know? How... My top tracks doesn't go along with my top artists. Mine wasn't like that. Too. Well, so, mine was kind of. Yeah, I was just surprised. And then I also have Mavu on my top track. But mm-hmm. Sudden so Rush was my top track. But that's also because I was using it to do karaoke in my car. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah, my top tracks were definitely the songs I did more karaoke in my car and more like repeats of the songs from my top artists that I was just listening to. So it's it's interesting to see the core coordination between the two. Yeah, talk, but yeah. all right, sorry, talk, huh? talking about top tracks, like uh-huh. Bird made it to my top track, <sighs> but that not my top. <laughs> Top artists, but BTS's, but none of their BTS songs are in my top track. <laughs> so I, right? I Doesn't know. it just kind of like okay, okay? I guess it can be in that way, just because you know, top track is like one single song, whereas like the artists, it gives you like multiple songs within one person or group. So you might have been listening to multiple BTS songs and combining them all together. It was like. Uh, anyways now we shall recap first half going to our second half of the year pretty much some kind of like summarizing our k-pop pop one and two but like seeing how like we went from first half to the second half of all the new groups coming out and all the new songs coming from then to now mm. Um. I what were your thoughts?
1: Thought twenty two twenty twenty two lacked this year in music. I feel like the year before was a little bit better than this year's releases. I don't know how you girls think, but that's just how I think like felt about this year. And then mainly what I had in my notes that like girl groups dominated. Whether yep. it was a girl group comeback or a rookie group, they dominated. Um I don't know what happened to the boy groups because <laughs> I literally don't know, like, I guess basically I didn't recall any of the boy groups that debuted this year, but I can recall all the girl groups that debuted this year, Um, and there was just a lot of disbanding, a lot of people leaving this year, that's just how I felt, like it was not a good year for K-pop, basically, from beginning to end, yeah, that's my thought on the first half and the second half.
0: Okay, so for like for just for the first half, um, I remember we did an episode about like uh, rookies, or like new releases. I think it was like new artists. K-pop hot to yeah, hot to be, <laughs> and like we, we made a bunch of different artists, and like mm-hmm. I I would say that like the boys were working hard getting like their stuff in, but like it's the girls that like made charts after charts after charts, mm-hmm. but like their songs Mm. were just like popping off and you can really see that because New Jeans was everywhere, I was everywhere, La Seraphim, etc. Kepler, everything like I I just think that both both groups made effort into like promoting their songs but it just hit the, it, it just, people just enjoyed a lot of the girl songs more and so that's why like it like just popped off. Um, Besides that, I think. Besides, I guess besides that, I think the music was just okay this year. Um, if anything, mm-hmm. I was more so looking forward to groups that I already listened to or enjoy listening to for their releases, just because like I didn't really enjoy the other songs as much. And so a lot of the groups that I've been listening to, like Master X G Idol and Straight Kids, like they didn't really disappoint me. Except for Stray Kids' second half. I'm like, really? What are you guys doing? But we'll talk about that uh, later, maybe. Oh, but yeah, the second half, um, I would say was okay, too. Like, maybe I'm just setting the bars way too high because, like, okay, you guys are really good. <laughs> but, like, Stray Kids' album, I just did not like it. Like, it was just... Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like questioning it, like Maniac was good, but then you have Case 143 and I'm like, what? But Boy was pretty good. I like that one. So <laughs> um, other than that, I think looking forward to like the second gen groups that came out, like Kara. I'm still waiting for more groups to come out. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know about you guys, but I thought it was good. Because <laughs> um, I feel like when it was really bad, it was really bad. But when yeah. it was really good, it was really good. Like, I think for me, the first half of the year was definitely dominated by solo artists. Uh, There's like Taeyeon, yeah. like when she, she released her album, like I definitely listened to a lot of the music that she had on there. So... And then uh, when Woods came out too, like I forgot he came out this year because that was first yeah. half of 2022, yeah. like what the heck? And then Woozy with Ruby, I listened to that one a lot too. So definitely first half of the year was dominated by solo artists. But then when all the girl grits debuted in the summer, the new ones, and even like, um, I wouldn't say, I think the rookie girl grits really like, killed it this year especially the second half of the year and that's definitely what has been dominating currently my current playlist um with what i'm listening to so like it's definitely like i saw a shift from the first half to the second half from solo artists to like mainstream k-pop girl groups boy groups and like there are like certain debuts guys that i did enjoy but then um I just think the girls, like Sandy said, like the girls specifically in K-pop dominated the scene. So I agree with Brianna, but I kind of I did kind of agree with Sandy, too, because initially my thought was this year wasn't as good as last year. But as I was rethinking it, I'm like, no, this year there was a wider variety of people that actually liked like the music wise. Whereas like last year I knew straightforwardly who I really, really liked, you know? Um, so like this year, it was a little bit harder to pick like who I liked just because there were so many. And but that, at the same time, there was so many that kind of sounded similar. Um, so it was a little hard to distinguish, um, uh, what I really, really liked from this year, just because there were a lot that were um, just, I like it. Not like, I like it, like it. Mm-hmm. And whereas like last year it was, these people were really good. <laughs> you know who you liked and you know how last year we're like, it was so bad. And then it was so good. Like we knew who was good and who wasn't at, didn't perform as well. Whereas mm-hmm. this year there was so many of them, it's kind of hard to pick. And then, um, yeah, so for me this year, still dominated by the first half of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I still have those songs on repeat, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, as second, the second half, six months later, you know, as Brianna's was saying, the rookies came out and they kind of just, like, made the first half vanish. (laughs) But, at the same time, like even though like they kind of vanished, like I was still I still had my songs that I had repeated going on, so I remember those, but then, like second half, we were so well blown away by all these new groups coming out, and kind of like um Nancy was saying how the guys didn't perform as well, but at the same time, like I felt like they kind of had the same concept as what the girls were going for, which was that throwback vibe yeah. or sound, Y2K. you know, like the 90s. But then their sound was different from the girls. The girls, they had, they were more laid back and chill, whereas the guys, they were a little more on the loud side and had too much going on sometimes. I don't know if you girls feel the same way, but they still had like that kind of like the hip hop vibe, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they like brought in other stuff that made it a little bit too noisy but we are going to bring us and wrap it around the rookie groups now um just because we did mention and i did kind of mention how they were kind of dominating the scene this year Mm so so if you haven't listened to our hot debuts back in august two groups that i mentioned in that, and I'm so glad I did. Is Le Seraphim and I've, um, I've like, even though they did debut at the beginning last December, I believe, was in, they debuted, they definitely like were constantly present. And like, with the power, star power they had, a lot of the releases did really well in regards to like general public and staying relevant throughout the year. But then um, one surprise rookie group that, like, I'm not surprised, but like, I was a little like hesitant was La Seraphim. um, Because just because like, um, Anti-Fragile came out and I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) Like that song? I was like, my first listen to it, I was like, this is not it. Like, I don't know which direction you're going with Seraphim, but don't go that way. But, like, recently, when as we're, like, preparing for, like, our recaps and uh, for the year and then K-Pop bots, I gave La Seraphim, like, their albums, like, Try Again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they actually have, like, like good music. <laughs> um, not just, like, their title tracks, but then their B-sides. Because, like, I went back and listened to their debut um, mini album, I believe. And Blue Flame is so good. And then um, there was another one on it. Um, I think it's like The Great Mermaid. That one's really good. Great Mermaid? Yeah, no. Yeah, seriously. Like that one's actually pretty good. And then on the anti-fragile one, um, I really like Celestial. I believe that's the name. Um, But definitely go give them a listen. I know they're like one of the more popular girl groups. But like, um, I just really like their concept and where they're going. And typically, like, I don't listen to, like, girl groups like that or go to concerts, because I've always said if there's a girl group that I'd go watch, it's twice. But then now I I would definitely add La Seraphim to the conversation. Um, And I think, like, what makes them stand apart is that, like, they don't, like, everyone's kind of doing Y2K right now, right? Mm. Like, that's, like, that is definitely New Jeans' vibe. Like, they want to be able to connect with the current audience. But I like Le Seraphim because they have, like, a more, like, like, a power take to it where it's, like,
1: because like, their power.
0: thing is, like, I'm fearless. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, So I do enjoy the messaging that they're trying to put out to their fans. Is like, you can do whatever, anything you want, whatever you put your mind to. And then um, literally, like, I'm talking too much, but literally this weekend – I've just been listening to them. And I'm like, what is going on? My king knows. But mm-hmm. definitely Le from is a group that I really liked. And then Anne team. I know they're not. Uh, well, I guess we're talking about Asia. But yeah. team, uh, their song, Scent of You. I don't know if you girls remember. But in Holes. Do you guys know that movie, Holes? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then they have that song in the ending credits scene. Dig it, uh, uh, dig it. That one? Oh, uh, maybe you guys don't know, but then uh, the beats in the music, the driving beats in Scent of You is almost similar to that song. And I'm like, because I was listening to it, I'm like, where have I heard this? before? And then I looked it up and then it's that whole song. So definitely go listen to it. It's not necessarily plagiarism. Um are they sampling? But it's, I don't think it's sampling because mm. the beats are different. Oh, they're different? Oh just a similarity but because they use the same um instruments or like i don't know what sound they use because i don't it's like it has to be like an electronic keyboard or whatever mm-hmm. but because they use that it sounds similar or like that's what i recalled it to. so anti illoceraphone i'm definitely excited to see what they're gonna bring mm-hmm. next year sorry i like how brianna also mentioned i but all she talks so about was seraphine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no it's like crazy <laughs> Oh no, I was
1: just gonna say, like, um, like we mentioned, girl groups, the rookies, um, they dominated the second half. I also feel like there was, for at least the girl groups, there was something you would like if you like a cutesy concept, you had Kepler, if you wanted girl power, you had less seraphim, if you wanted more chic pop, then you had like. Um, I so there was really different sounds each girl group was different in its own way whereas the boy groups I felt like they were Mm -hmm. all too similar that you couldn't I couldn't remember like who was who even if they did a different sound because the concept was so similar I was like I just I couldn't vibe with it so I feel like the girl groups dominated because they had particular sounds concepts that made them so different from each other which is something we lacked for the last couple of years for a lot of girl groups, so I feel like this year with all the different concepts, different sounds, they were doing a
0: lot better. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I think out of... Auntie. And I think out of all the rookie groups, like, I know we talk about like a lot of the girls group, but, like, really, I think the one that stood out the most to me was the Seraphim. Like, I, I like... I think Ive is good, but then... For the Seraphim, you really have to listen to the B-sides. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like any Fragile, I didn't like Impurities, I really like Fearless, but like you just have to check out the B-sides. I think you could really hear the voices better, um, and I think better song, cho- song choices too, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I definitely liked I when they first came out with Eleven. No. But like after that, it, for me, it wasn't consistent. Like I didn't consistently like what they were putting out, so it kind of drew me away from them. Um, I like how La Seraphim it was a little more consistent, and New Jeans was really consistent. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why for me, New Jeans was up there, mm-hmm. and then it would be La Seraphim. But like even before La Seraphim, there was XG. You know, they were oh, yeah. um, from Japan, and. They really set the bar for that. And then you hear La Seraphim, which kind of sounded similar. I was like, that's really similar. But at the same time, if you're looking at it, it's Japan and then there's Korea. So, like, we don't really put them together. But at the same time, like, they were kind of marketing more for Korea, for XG. Yeah. But I really liked XG. And then their next song, mascara, I did not like. I'm just like, no. So, that's why I kind of drew away from XG. Mm -hmm. For me, it really... Um, have to be like consistent for me to like kind of grow to like you mm-hmm. you know so it's really important that you um kind of draw your people in yeah when you kind of first like come out or being like having a lot of like comebacks you know mm-hmm. because if you wait too long to have another comeback it's good people are gonna forget you yeah. unless you really made a big impression yeah. on them so for me that's why like me this year new jeans was up there Um, The guys, I like some of them, but it wasn't, like, in your face. Like, ooh, Mm -hmm. I like this kind of thing. And also, just like the rookie groups, um, usually debut, it's kind of hard to have a good debut song. Just, like, we've talked about this before. Like, if we look back at, like, second-gen debut songs, we're kind of, like... (laughs) <laughs> they didn't they didn't grow until after you know yeah. uh whereas like this one like right away like you're onto them already mm-hmm. kind of like with g idol you know how they like just a couple weeks after they already won um their first music show yeah. and now it's kind of it kind of seems normal mm-hmm. now music show yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. no I, I agree i totally forgot about xg um but I do agree. They don't have enough comeback. I don't know how their company is doing things, but they do release other content, which right Mm -hmm. now I should mention, they're popping off with their Cypher. If you girls haven't listened to it yet, check out the Cypher. Um, It's Coconut, Maya, um, Harvey, and Juren. They're the four rappers of XG. Um, They released it. It's popping off. I see it literally everywhere. People are doing reactions nonstop. Um, And there's a reason for it. I think they are going to be, because their audience is more westernized, I feel like that's their approach is more of the international westernized. I feel like music, they're going to pop off in the western industry more than they are going to be in Korea. And you can hear that with the way they rap in the cypher. So definitely check it out. Yeah,
0: that's definitely one more thing. Well, I guess it could kind of go into our next scene. But before I get to that, um, Brianna did mention like Aunt team. I was oh, yeah. telling her I really liked um their debut. Mm-hmm. But then it was like literally just like last week that they <laughs> debuted. Yeah. I was like, dang, why couldn't you guys have come out sooner? Hello? Too much competition. Like, yeah. That too. <laughs> that could be it too. But then I really liked um their debut. And they released a lot of, like, music videos. I feel like it might have been a little too soon to have them come out all at once, you know? Like, they could have spaced it out more. But, like, legit, they had, like, three music videos within two weeks. Wasn't it only really two songs? I think it's was it was just two songs. So I think it's just two songs. Two songs, yeah. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was three. But anyway, but that was so close to each other, you know? They could have spaced it out, like, a month after to do it, but... Yeah, and team, y'all could have came out a little bit sooner, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they could have still been prepping. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's just, let's hope they consistently come out for next year. Um, That's definitely one thing I am looking forward to. But going um, on to, like, the trend and stuff, um, kind of like how Sandy was saying how it's a little more towards – the Western audience. The Western. Yeah. Yeah. the Yeah, I do see that a lot more in the um, K-pop scene, I guess. Or in my opinion, I feel like the girl groups, they were a little more Westernized. Um, just because it did kind of remind me of, like, the, like, USA girl groups here. Like, mix and... Um, I think some of the trend that you see... <laughs> Definitely lots of the, I mean, again, super TikToky dance moves or like dances yeah, that you sure. could do for K-pop challenges. I mean, TikTok <laughs> is fine. I personally don't use it. I only like to watch papaya mm-hmm. videos <laughs> 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 or like food. Um, Y2K, although like now studying mm-hmm. abroad in London, it was like four years ago you're seeing that a lot more often. I'm just like, I don't like it. I really don't like it. I think visually it does not look good. Um, (laughs) But that's the trend now. And like a lot of music too, I think it's changing to more like older music. Like you see that in like New Jeans, which is why probably why I didn't like New Jeans songs as much, just because Mm -hmm. like, I just thought it was too noisy for me. Like Brianna mentioned, well, you like straight kids. I'm like, a straight kids, it's like, it's like a good noisy. I feel like a lot of the noises mix well with each other. But the, even even with, oh, shoot, what was that? Oh, Annie Fragile. Like, it was just like random noises. I'm like, what am I listening to? Um, But that that's just where I'm at with concept and themes or trends for this year. Yeah. It's like, whoa, I don't like it. I, I don't know. It's just there's, there's just, so, I just don't like that trend right now and i just and even even like watching award shows like um mama did like a worldwide franchise or trend thing and like i don't don't like the trend i don't like where it's going yet yeah i mean i don't have much to add besides my 2k and i think a lot (laughs) of the songs that i did enjoy wasn't as like Stimulating because I think when we say noisy, we mean it's too stimulating. Um yeah. because there's just too much going on and it's hard to mm-hmm. grasp onto something. Um, especially when the melody is like all over the place too. Then it's like that's like one of the most important parts. because if the melody isn't good, like how are you you know, <laughs> are yeah. you so, supposed to grasp onto something um with the music? Um like, I personally, I pref- preferred, like, attention way more than um, Hype Boy. And then, um, like, a lot of the songs that I did enjoy had a more empty feeling. Um, but there was more, like, R&B stuff happening, too. Yeah. And, uh, yes. Like, it's not necess- And I think that goes along with the whole Y2K thing. Because a lot of the mm-hmm. songs that like we heard a lot at least in the radio in stateside was like that R&B sound
1: yeah, and i think
0: that's seen back. in like impurities it's seen in like uh anti with scent of you and like i was like oh my gosh where is this going like is this it would be cool if it continues cuz that would be very um refreshing to see mm-hmm. within K-pop cuz that's not um something that i think we've seen in a while with like that move a on like that sound house music coming leading to like this noisy stimulating type of sound into this more like this r&b feel so it's i and the rock yeah i think i wonder if that's why well technically r&b and k-pop or cr- the korean scene it's been there it's just not mainstream. in the mainstream yeah as it is now which is it's like it's not so refreshing, but in the mainstream for people, yeah. like it's refreshing for them. Yeah, yeah. I think for the majority so, listeners, for the majority of people. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, what is this new sound? But it's been here. But at the same time, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's new to see groups do it. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and I do enjoy it because I do like more of the R and yep. Um. So, just waiting for U.S. people to do that more. <laughs> and if there are R&B come back with that sound. There, you there know? are like R&B artists in the U.S. We just—it's just, it's just not know. like the Rihanna, Neo, Chris Brown days that were. Yeah, used exactly. To. And that's the that's the kind oh, I yeah. like though. <laughs> so it's like yeah. I'm waiting. <laughs> Neo, Great <laughs> <Free> Neo, <laughs> Neo. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then like um Brianna, we were talking about Antine too, how they kind of reminded us of EXO and 17 mixed together. And so I'm excited for them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited too. But yeah, alright. Um enough talking about trends and like the concept and theme of the music and stuff. This year. There were a ton, and I mean a ton, of concerts that we were not able to attend to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many? I attended a lot. Um, One of my online friends, she was like, how many concerts did you attend this year? And that I was counting. I was like, only like five. <laughs> <laughs> only. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not even five. Maybe like three or four. But like, all together to like... And overall, of how many concerts I actually went to throughout my whole entire life, it's only been like eight or something. One of my friends went to 20-plus concerts this year. What? One of my friends went to 20-plus concerts this year. How do you have time for that? Bro, I wish I could go to 20 concerts I don't even have time to sleep. My thing says no. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there were so many concerts this year. There were... Like AT's came here, toys. Yeah. Like, dang. Okay, boys. Okay. Two different concepts. But they though, had their so. tours. Yep. True. But I feel like they could wait it out a little bit more, just so like they can have more music stacked up on each other, you know. But that's them. Um, there was a lot of AT's. It was I attended. Um. Golden Child Dreamcatcher. DPR. What else did you guys go to TXT? Didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. T- TXT. What were some that we weren't able to go to? <laughs> for straight kids. Um, I'm so sad. Oh, straight
1: kids. About seventeen.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I should have went. Uh, uh, see, yeah. like
0: I didn't get into them until like. idol after their album drop. Yeah. I'm like, dang. Card- Nancy could have went to G-Idol I could have, I but but standing, standing venue Just because of the short. So it's Card ice. was on
1: tour It's, it's a barrier <laughs> Oh yeah, Card,
0: um, very, very. The Rose Didn't oh. One of Us come? I think they came at the beginning of That's the what year I yeah. yeah I went to Monster X One yep, Republic on X. Oh, right
1: Ooh. There's yeah. just so many groups We went to One OK Rock Oh, yeah they're torn oh, yeah. again
0: <laughs> next year. We went to the Republic. Oh yes, but that's American. Yeah, it's still oh, concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's right. Um. Yeah. True. All right. Well, that's it, girls. Um. There's just way too many concerts that have gone and passed and coming <laughs> that mm-hmm. we can still talk about and keep talking about. I know we're all excited. We know you guys are all excited. Two, but let's get on to our predictions for this upcoming year 22, 2022 is almost to an end, just a couple more days left, you know, so we want to get on to twenty twenty three so let's see if any of our predictions will be made um so what okay, first off, since we have talked about the rookie groups, what are your predictions for the rookies? next
1: year um i feel like i don't know it's kind of tricky to see because you could say they might thrive in 2023 but it all depends on what's trending what's what's gonna be the next we think and it all depends on how 2023 rookies end up looking like Mm -hmm. like are they gonna be better um but Mm -hmm. i think that 2023 might be the boys year Fingers crossed. <laughs> it wasn't this <laughs> year, but it could be next year. Um I mean, I think I've new jeans and La Seraphim are still gonna be probably more popular. They are I think New Jeans just announced their comeback in January. So we'll have to see how that well goes. Already. Um and then I don't really know, you know, maybe i will try something different. For 2023, um, I think it's okay to try new things to see if it works. Um, they've been sticking to like the the specific like specific sound. I feel like it's okay to experiment a little. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of groups are gonna change up their sound a little bit. I do think that they're gonna stay popular just because most of them are from the big three. And then you're talking about I being from Starship, and they're popping mm-hmm. off. They're like super popular this year. So I think. Those crews will remain, like, high up there. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one thing that I'm kind of worried about mm-hmm. uh, for the rookies. Just because they did stuff that were trendy. Yeah. Trendy for this year. So, like, once they change their sound, it's going to be, like, ooh, do I still like them? Or, yeah. like, do I keep up with them? Yeah. Just because, like, that's one thing, like, I've been debating about, like, you need to have kind of like a unique sound Mm -hmm. for your own group. And if you don't have that kind of sound, it's kind of hard to keep your fan base who like you for a certain type. Mm -hmm. So like me, like the the Y2K sound, like that's my king, okay? Mm -hmm. So if they change that up, it's going to be like, ooh, do I still like what they're doing? Mm Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I'm not so sure if I they have a unique sound enough, especially even like vocal wise. Mm -hmm. If like I really like someone for their vocals, um, to like still keep up with them after that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely one thing I was worried about. Um, But we'll have to see. (laughs) I
1: I see where you're coming from because that's kind of how I feel about like Itzy, like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We, I think we all know like how their sound sounded from beginning to part of their career and then there was a mm-hmm. shift in the music change and that was like mm-hmm. a lot of people being angry about the shift yeah. in the music because it wasn't them <laughs> yeah. and then now we're starting to see them shift back but it's like is that strong enough to even shift fans back to you because there are other groups now coming out with the same sound or something that sounds better um, yeah So that, that
0: kind of reminds me of the uh, Brie and our conversation about twice like are they nearing the end of like not their careers but like their sound I -hmm. can't remember the domination like what we talked about but maybe Brie can fill in more I think I think twice is now transitioning out from mainstream Mm -hmm. the girl group to be into a senior girl group yep I'm not saying that They're not kind of like SNSD, but Mm -hmm. they're gonna become a senior group. While these other girl groups that have been staples, it's I kind of see this for Blackpink too. Um, but Blackpink is a little bit like newer, so I think in their fan base is huge, so they're always gonna be there. (laughs) But then, uh, I think like with Twice transitioning out, you have groups like ASPA, yeah, and like these other i've i think it's definitely going to be a huge contender yeah. um g idol made a lot of like headway this year yeah. i believe um but there's definitely space mm-hmm. i feel like for these fourth gen late third gen groups to take on yeah. that role um just because i think twice as numbers like the music didn't do as well as it normally mm-hmm. does yeah um so I definitely think 2023 is going to be a year for these Rikikuts to like solidify themselves mm-hmm. or at least stay within like the mainstream Uh, K- you're like when I t- talk about like mainstream general public, I'm talking about like who K-pop people, yeah. like fans are listening mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So I definitely think 2023 is going to be a year where they're going to be solidifying themselves. Mm-hmm. And I really do see like... Um, I don't know how New Jeans is gonna do. I'm yeah. honestly like, I do like their music, but it's just so specific, mm-hmm. and their their concept is just so specific that I'm. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how they transition out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gen Z, because I think that is who they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like Gen yeah. Z iPod, yep. that generation, because their 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 content is so relatable in that way. Yeah, and then like I'm looking at the comments, and everybody's are saying like they look like friends who are just hanging out and that's what, like, market-wise, that's yeah. what Gen Z wants. So it'll be interesting to see how they pivot from that yeah. um, next year. Uh, but I am looking forward to like how the boys are going to do that mm-hmm. next year. Just because they had a weaker year than the girls did? Yeah. Um, and I've already said this, but I'm really excited to see where La Seraphim goes just because their music, album to album, at least mm-hmm. their B-sides for me, has been pretty consistent. Yeah. And they really are strong vocally. Yeah. And like, oh, that's one thing too. Vocally, Gen 4, like these new girl groups, they actually they can sing, sing well. pretty well. Yeah. They they have their own style of singing. Like they're not making them all sound the same. same yep. At the same time, it's a little bit hard still. Just because like, if we look at like Kara, you know, um, they have like a specific sound, but then they can do any genre. Yeah, like it's, they do it, I'm like I'm like legit. I've been blown away this year by how good some of these. Like some of them sounds like TikTok singers. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that's bad, but there's a certain sound that TikTok singers sound yeah. like, right? But like, I'm excited mm. to see how some of these girls will be developing their mm-hmm. voices next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just because you can't stay like that. Yeah. The only thing is, you don't do it live. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm but hoping. I, feel like more, I wish they did. Singing live is not even like a fourth gen thing anymore. I know, but like you know, some of the moves are so like I'm not saying like it's easier, but it's more easier to sing in while dancing, mm-hmm. right? But then they're not singing live. If they were singing live, I feel like they would have a, even an even bigger fan base, just because like you know, it's like. Oh shit! Like they can do this. They can. I think again, it's just the second gen, third from generation to generation. it's like right now, it's all about how good your choreo is, like your dance, like how well can I do this on TikTok or
1: yeah.
0: But then like, um, Ives. What's her name? The main girl in there, Yujin, huh? Yujin.
1: Yujin?
0: Her voice is pretty good. Oh,
1: Yujin. Oh. Oh,
0: No, we're not gonna go. Other <laughs> <laughs> like Eugene, her voice is pretty good. Yeah, Liz's voice is pretty good, and then in Luciferine, um, the American girl, her voice is pretty good. Yeah, her name's Eugene. Yeah. Oh really?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Eugene like, is good. I mean, okay, like going back to like the toys, like when we're seeing this pivot out, it's a pivot out of the third gen. So now, like, award shows are is a proof that third gen has finally come to an end. And you're seeing fourth gen because you see less and
0: less
1: third gen. You see less and less third gen attending (laughs) these award shows. And that's, it's sad to say, but one day you're going to see that with the fourth gen gen when we transition Mm -hmm. from that fourth gen to the fifth gen. And that just comes with Mm -hmm. being a listener of K-pop is that you have to prepare yourself for when there's a transition there's a pivot in the artists and the sounds like it's just something we have to get ourselves ready for and then hope that they have a reunion because they're still good like they don't have bad blood with each mm-hmm. other that's all you can pray for
0: yes it's so crazy how short life these generations are coming into I know too. like first first generation had like a huge yep. generation lifespan and then second generation gen- they're cool. only getting like four or five years yeah
1: it's yeah. It sucks, but it's part of this year. I was like, <laughs> it was so sad. Like, I don't think Twice was there. Was Twice there? I don't think you they know, were I even was there.
0: Like, Wait, which group is this? Which group is if this? If anyone, I think it's like Nayeon. Yeah, funny.
1: and then BTS. We saw J-Hope.
0: They weren't there either. I'm not surprised. Oh, J-Hope, see, I'm not. Su- see, like, Honestly, we- I'm not even surprised that some people don't go yeah. there anymore. Yeah. they're definitely transitioning yeah out it's a it's a shift <laughs> in the generation what do, think, what do you girls think about Japan and how they're going to shift just because <clears throat> there's been a couple groups that are starting to be a little more westernized or more on the kind of like following k-pop I don't know a lot of.
1: I them. think Japan, Japan will stay Japan is- just because Japan has always had groups and they've always thrived in their own sounds, um, because their music's made mm-hmm. specifically for their audience in Japan. It's not really made for outside. Not saying it's not made for outsiders, but like they stick to what they know and they they do good at it. Like even if there's a shift to be more like that's true K-pop style, like it's still a shift that Japanese artists, Japanese people will just they like. And they'll stick to it. Still enjoy,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because majority of their audience is in Japan. Yeah,
1: and they, they so that they, makes sense. They stick yeah. to
0: it, so they do a good job. So, all right. Well, seems like there's a lot of groups that we're looking forward to. Any other groups besides those um, besides the new rookies from this year that you're looking forward to for next year? Um, Currently debuted artists? No, just any artists. Because we haven't really been talking about just like Can I third say gen, Second gen. Artists. Give me
1: more second yeah. gen. Yeah. Twenty twenty two was a good year. Black B? Mm-hmm. Are
0: you coming yo, back? We took a photo together. <laughs> I like, hope so, Black <laughs> B. Black B I like I, so. I like Zico, but like I like Black B more. <laughs> um Yeah, I think I think in twenty twenty three Highlight came back. Yeah. It came as a as highlight. Yeah. But then this year they were able to perform a lot of their old songs, which they most likely got permission from Cube. Whatever yeah. they concluded mm-hmm. with. But which was nice and it was nice. Not gonna lie. Like yes. if Highlight like, I like their comeback. If Highlight tours, good. I would go. I would go. Yeah. But I hope that in twenty twenty three more second gen group will come out. Um and it's just better songs too cause like NCT, I really like NCT Dream, but like the other NCT <laughs> songs, I'm just like no. Like Blackpink as well. Like I'm hoping that yeah. instead of every two to three years, like they come back every year yes. for yes. something different. Because like I don't think Shutdown and Venom, it was it was not it. Like I I actually listened to the first couple albums this summer uh, while I worked from home. I'm like, they're good. Mm-hmm. Like they can yeah. sing. But, like, I think where they're going is just not it. Honestly, I still don't understand where NCT is going to go.
1: Oh, I should say, I think each unit has its own sound. So if there's a certain sound you like, then you have to listen mm -hmm. to just that unit. Yep. Yeah.
0: You have to look at them as more individual groups than as an overall group. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be adding. Which is why I don't like why they're all under NCT. Like, they're all different, right? So why are they NCT when at first you were going to have them be as a group, but then you still have them in units? Yeah. Marketing. Anyways. Yeah. I think they're they're the group that, if you guys seen that meme, that you'll never know my next move. (laughs) That's what NCT is to me, unless you're in the individual, especially NCT 127. That that sub- that group just—I never know no, where yeah. they're going, like, like, and yeah, and one group I sincerely hope do well next year is Edmix. Yes, I think oh, they're vocally—they're so talented, yes. and these girls are great singers. But I just—I'm sorry if you're an Nmix fan and you love their sound, but it's just not working for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think um, what's her name, Lily. Lily is like they use her vocals in there but I just know that she can sing so well and I just don't know if it's being appreciated yeah um and someone else that I'm looking forward to I don't know if they're gonna be doing music because they're 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 like on a hiatus kind of is Dam? so he left Treasure right and he's probably supposed to be doing just producing work but I hope yeah Releases like solo music under YG yeah. still. Oh, uh, he left. YG? No, he like, left. To me, completely. it doesn't matter wherever he, whatever, yeah. But I'm asking, like, did he actually leave YG or oh. he just left? He, yes, he, he left the group and so the company. Better. So yeah. we'll see what he does because I think like his solo music is really good. Mm-hmm. I hope so, like he becomes like think, a Zico or something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, so Vany, oh, yeah, yeah, so but yeah, but. Rumor is that there's supposed to be a new Pletus boy group next year. Oh, yeah. So, I hope that the one member that I really like from Ireland is in that lineup. So, <laughs> we'll have to see how this Pletus boy group goes. Because Seventeen has definitely set a very high, high bar, high bar yeah. for whichever group follows them. But then again, you can't compare the two groups to... Yeah, mm. I mean, that's true, but it's 17, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they haven't debuted. Have they debuted a boy group since 17? I don't think so. That no. I was surprised, though, like, Ant Team is under yeah. big hit. Yeah.
1: Japan. Yeah, yeah Japan. Japan. But
0: it's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, in the Kikyu group. Oh, Kikyu fellas. To debut next year? Uh, and then. Um, <laughs> yeah, or we'll see how they go, because. I think generally most of us think it's okay.
1: I think KQ don't fellas,
0: they're still pr- too. I should say KQ fellas too. They're still pretty young. Please let them grow first. Okay? I, I, <laughs> I, I agree because, like, I feel like sometimes when they're still like learning and you debut them, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's not ready. It's not time for groups to debut yet. That's what I yeah. Think. Like there's a group right now that's out there and they debuted already, and I to me I just feel like they debuted a little bit too early. Like I wish they waited a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's hard is that if they're not getting music for them, it's kind of hard to develop a little bit mm-hmm. because if you're just following other people's music and trying to be trying to sound like them or like you mm-hmm. know just work in not not specifically for yourself. It's harder to grow whereas like I do see why I would want to debut them just so like they can grow more, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like they they need a little more training. Yeah, but once you set them out there, like that's you're definitely going to learn more just because you're actually getting the experience yeah. that you need. Yeah. Well, we heard about some of the groups that we're looking forward to and some rumors of upcoming artists. So, definitely, we're all looking forward to that. But that is the end of our episode. We have to stop here. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But this is the end of our year. Does that mean we have season four coming for PLC? <laughs> no. But we have to stay and see if our prediction any of our predictions come true or what if it goes to like our expectations, I guess we could say. But aside from that, we do have our PLCMA 2022 coming up. So stay tuned on our social media to see who our nominees and winners will be for this year. And lastly, we cannot leave you all before recommending you to check out Kara's throwback song, Step. Like they said, Step it up, Step it up. I don't remember how it goes. Step it up, Step it up. (laughs) up, (laughs) up. It's the beginning again, pretty much is what it's saying. Step it up, (laughs) y'all. But such an iconic song from Kara. As we head into our new year, So head on over to our Instagram at Playlist.club to let us know your music summary for this year and what you think will happen next year, as well as see our PLCMA 2022. Um, As always, thank you for joining us at the Playlist Club. Bye. Bye!